0: I'm working on an initiative, okay, that has to do with, more like a foundation, that have to do with empowering young Africans like me to do the same thing I have done, to conquer the challenges I, I, I have, and uh, to find a reason to go into career like medical illustration. One of my goals also is to create, is, is that in the nearest future, that if we Google a skin condition, or we Google any things, that the pop up should be black also. And the way that can be done is to create a collection or to create an army of black illustrators, people who are deliberate about drawing this every day. And that has to do with empowering young Africans who are willing to do that. And not just empowering them, it's to train them on how to do the elephants and empower them with gadgets to do that.
1: Hi everyone, welcome to the Good Health Cafe, the place to learn about how to navigate the healthcare system and understand health in plain language. I'm your host, Nikita Boston Fisher, a health educator with a passion for meeting people where they are. Today's guest is Mr. Chidiabere Ibe. Chidiabere is a Nigerian medical student and medical illustrator who sprung to fame last year when his illustration of a black fetus in a mother's room went viral. It was the first time that many people had ever seen such a drawing. Today, Chidiabere is here to tell us all about how he got into medical illustration, what going viral has meant for his life, and what his hopes are for more diversity in medical illustration. Grab your warm drink and let's get to the episode. Hi, Chidi Berry. Welcome to the Good Health Cafe. It's an honor to have you here. It's an honor
0: to be here today.
1: Thank you. So, Chidi Berry, you have become famous for the illustration of a black fetus in a womb. But before we start to talk about that picture, tell us a little bit about who you are, how you got started.
0: All right. I'm Chidi Berry, and I'm an Nigerian medical illustrator. I did a first degree in chemistry at the University of Rio, And um, so being passionate about medicine, I kept on applying to medical school for 10 good years. And I wasn't admitted into medical school until the last day which I was admitted in Ukraine. And on and on, I went into medical education because I'm artistic also, and I love have passion for art and medicine. And the only way to to create that balance is to go into medical education. So I went into medical education. It's a very difficult journey. But I kept on pushing myself. I kept on pressing forward to achieve more. And, um, and I'm here today. So I would say I'm not lucky. I think um, I had worked up for this moment.
1: Well, fantastic. Congratulations. How long had
0: you been drawing? I've been drawing with pen and pencil since 2014. But uh, in medical officials, I started 2020 during the lockdown.
1: Wow. And I saw that you've done many drawings before this black fetish drawing. What do you think was so special about this one that made it take off in the way that it did? All
0: right. So basically uh, two things are special about the drawing. First of all, one I, I realized that when this drawing came, it was it was, it was in a time where there was a lot of healthcare disparity among black pregnant men, where black women were not given equal, uh, uh, equal attention as the, the white to given where black Pregnancy were, were were devalued, where they were started and there was an increased mortality, maternal mortality, rate, and infant mortality, rate because because it was simply because of being black. So the joint part at the right time to advocate for for equity in healthcare, and also the what made the joint also become very viral was because. So people had never seen a Black fitty drawing before in their entire life. I mean, this is the first ever Black drawing. I mean, there they are other drawings, but people did, people did a couple of Black illustrations of Black Feeties. But I, I, I think what, what we considered was this tone that I was able to use for this particular drawing was what made it go very well, and, and, and pretty much that it had to relate to modern, which is actually an essential area of medicine in, 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 in this generation.
1: That's awesome. I have to say, I'm definitely one of those people who had never seen a picture like this before. So it was very exciting to see. It's funny, you mentioned the importance of mother to child, and we know that there's this huge maternal mortality issue around the world. But actually, Judy Berry, you want to be a neurosurgeon. Is that right? What has appealed to you about neurosurgery?
0: All right. First of all, I I love everything that has to do with the brain. I know it's complex, but I love it a lot. And uh, I I want to be a pediatric neurosurgeon because I understand the amount of pain children go to in local communities, not being able able to afford healthcare fees for surgery. And uh, and being also in Africa, where there there is a very little number of neurosurgeons, and in some countries in Africa, there is no neurosurgeon. It is for me that if a child has um, has a congenital defect, or a child has um, a brain effect he or she would die because they are not to take care of that, and that's the problem. That's the problem in Africa. So I, I it, it, became very personal for me because I wanted to, be able to give children not happening again. And and being as a young child, I lost my mom to cancer, and uh, it's, it was very painful because I watched her out on and I couldn't offer help to her. So, so it's 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 more going through a child a child's brain. And, and, and taking, away the, taking away the things that
1: they cannot even get. Wow, that's beautiful sentiment. I'm sorry to hear about your mom, but it seems like it turned into a really amazing passion that you're getting to live every day now. Yes, that's right. Tell me, what was your life like before this picture? And what's life like now that you're viral?
0: Well, I I feel very normal. I I know that I have a very busy schedule. I have lots of interviews, and but for me as a person, I feel very very normal because um before I went viral, I was doing my normal thing. I was still working hard. I was still doing my drawing, and even after I went viral, I'm still doing my drawing. I'm still doing my normal routine of what I was doing before, and for me, I feel very normal about it. There is no nothing really changed about me. It's just uh, it's just uh, seizing opportunities that has really I mean been, um the, the watchword. But I mean, at this moment of being famous and being viral, um, it's it's something I'm grateful for. It's something that I am thankful for. And I think I'm making wise use of this opportunity, and also using this opportunity to to encourage other people why I'm people like me. Because when the road gets tough, I mean that is a light I can have mm-hmm.
1: How long does it take to do one of the drawings? Well, that's actually dependent on how
0: complex the drawing is. So, for this, for the blackface drawing, it took two days to, to, to do that. And But there are complex anatomy that I could take one week to produce. And for me, basically, I was using a computer model to draw. So, that's why it was quite time consuming. But I didn't have to do, it to, to do it. But basically, on long, it could take about two to three days to produce a, a good detailed illustration.
1: And you mentioned that you had been doing medical illustration for a while. How did you get into that? Is there a training that you do? Like, how does one become a medical illustrator?
0: For me, I am a self-illustrator, so everything I learned was what I taught myself. I, and there are not tutorials on YouTube, so I have no reference. I had I had nothing to watch to learn how to draw this thing. But I had to because I had a I had a real I have a very artistic mind that has helped me, you know, making quite. Easy for me to to open adapt. but for general, for generally, for those who want to go into medical education, there are actually schools that do master's degree medical education, and that's the US and YouTube, but there is none in Africa. And so you, do, you you must have a prior artistic um, background, you must have a creative background to draw and 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 uh, and take some anatomy courses and sociology courses. And for me, that that was self taught. I had to teach myself. Basic anatomy, I to teach myself how these things um, position, how they are in the body, their positions in the body. And uh, it was very, very, very difficult because link anatomy alone can be so difficult. But I, I wouldn't say that I've mastered everything. I wouldn't say that I've gotten there. Okay. But I, I'm still growing. I'm still learning. I'm still um, evolving.
1: It's really awesome. Since the photo has come out, and I'm confident many, many people have reached out to you. Is there any message that stands out that you've gotten or anything that someone has told you about how this may have inspired them?
0: A lot, a lot, a lot of messages. So, uh, for, for first of all, for those in my community, for the medical officials, I had a lot of reaching out to me and said that from now onward, that drone would be more black skin illustration. And that's the change we've been looking for. And also, people have reached out and said that I mean, a lot of publishers say that we want to include a lot of black medical drawings in that textbook kind of publication. And I feel that that's the way forward, that's the way forward to creating a long lasting change that we be absolutely for. And uh, it's, it, yeah, I think generally makes uh, makes people feel good about themselves because as a black person that has not been heard or that is not being heard, it's, it's, it's a way of speaking out, the way of advocating for equity, for equal rights, for equal health attention. So I think it's it was, I mean, for people, some people said I was the answer to prayers. Like I, I came at the right time. You well, know, I, I just showed someone about that. But it's, it's something very good. And, and and I'm glad that that the world is quite receptive, receptive of the change. Of course, though there uh, are some negative resistance, which is the normal thing for every change, always the resistance to that. But I'm, I'm grateful for everything.
1: I think you are a great example of, you know, as they say, why representation matters because so many people are more excited now. Like, oh, I see myself in this image. And that's awesome. Yeah. That's- what did you have in mind when you sat to draw this picture?
0: Well, so basically when I did this drawing, the drawing came, out, uh, came after I was denied my visa to go. So I was, I was worried. I was I was concerned because I had spent virtually all the money I had to do visa. I didn't have anything to go to school. And um, still in that concern, I had to keep on working because I had no excuse how to just keep on doing what I love doing. I did the drawing. But the goal wasn't to be viral. I I never knew I was going to be viral. I just did because, as Ella said, I I have a lot of drawings. I have a lot. So, I mean, I didn't know this would make me viral. So I did that. When I did the drawing, I posted that. I just advocated and said that I am black and black is beautiful. And more of these should be medically medical literature. That was what I, I, I spoke about with the drawing. And uh, to my amazement, it went viral. I mean, I woke up. I couldn't pick up my emails anymore, to messages anymore. I had to put it for a manager, you know. But it's, it's something very, uh, very good. And so prior to going viral, I think, uh, as I said, the intention wasn't to go viral, but to advocate. But, but I'm glad that the advocacy is picking up, it's, it's, it's out there, and people are joining the train to advocate for it.
1: What do you want for the future? What is your vision of your life and medical illustration? All right, for me
0: personally, I want to be a doctor in the field. Okay, I don't want to be a doctor that stays just in the hospital, take care of I want to be a neurochemist like, that go out to the field to take nurse to the community, okay, to, to give health facilities. Neu- Neurological services to local communities who can afford them. I know that's difficult, but it can be done. And and, and also one of the goals and uh, one of my big vision was to see that in the near future that black Leute's children becomes a norm, that our children come and see these drawings as a norm, that medical that medical students would would see themselves in the medical literature. And that that has been my goal, that has been the purpose, that has been the essence of the drawing, that this drawing should be Come on in medical book that that's that's the vision that I have and um, and the only way to do that is to is to quit more of these to partner with a lot of people who have vision who are have the same mindset for treating the joy. and I feel that that's where the change begins to happen
1: that's awesome that's where the change needs to happen do you have any recommendations for young illustrators and budding doctors who are coming behind you on how they can take it a- Steps closer to their dreams,
0: all right, so um, one thing I would say that uh, uh, staying close to the dreams will be a difficult process. and uh, I, I know I know that people have had never give up it. It's, it's It's like a normal statement that we made ever and ever and ever. but that's a fact that's a fact, you know that because it will get difficult and and the fact that the fact that it gets difficult means that you're on the right track, and that's why it gets difficult. So for medical students out there who are medical school, who who are offering training, medical students, or for anybody out there, any young person out there who's wishing to make a big change in his or her life, well, what I would say first of all is to look inward because I say this every time: look inward because we are all different. We are all wired to do different things, and uh, and what makes you unique is not what makes you unique, and that's why looking inward is the foundation to make a great impact as a young person. And, um, and once you're looking what a young person, you have to be honest with yourself. Because I realize that a lot of them have, have liked to themselves, have liked to becoming who they are, who actually, who actually they want to be, that they are not. And that's not the person. The essence is true growth. And true growth comes from understanding from where you came from, where you are, and where you're going to. And when you understand that, it's the process to becoming a better person, a better, a, a better version of yourself. So I mean, I'm talking to my personal experience, you know. I I I never had everything laid out well for me. Everything was I'd been difficult for me to step on. In my family, I wasn't the smartest kid. I wasn't, I was, I was actually the last. I was the one taking the, the, the last position in class, you know. But I mean, look at how it feels right now. See, so the, but that's because I had a personal target. I had to look inwards and said, okay, in my family, I'm the most creative. So how can I use my creativity to my own advantage? And that has worked out for me. So for every other young person out there, you understand what works for you. you. Understand who you are as a person, because that's where greatness starts from understanding who you are. And I tell this everywhere. And the best gift you can give to the world is the you gift of self. And you can't give yourself out when so you do not understand yourself.
1: Oh, I love that! Did I hear you say in the beginning that you were applying to med school for ten years? Yeah, I
0: mean. I- when when I was young, I mean the, the career I had to choose myself was medical doctor, medical doctor. I had never known any other career, and um, I knew that, that that was that was what I was called to do. But the journey was very difficult. So I, I mean, and I said I wasn't that smart, so I had tried medical school for years, and I wasn't admitted. I had to do a first degree in chemistry, even while I was doing my first degree, I was still applying to medical school. And family said that, the, that I am on my own. I was going to come my school. Fee my family came out to medical school. Every time like, we spending money on medical school, and all of that. And I, I mean, that prompted me to learning a lot of skills, to learning graphic design, photography, videography. Because no, I need the money to go to school. And uh, it's amazing to know that that has actually paid off. That has that that has helped me to to get to this point. So it's 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 been a long long journey.
1: That's a really. Impressive story, and it ties right back into what your message was is you know, to keep trying, doing it different ways. It's not going to be easy, but if you persist, it will work out. Some people might look at this and they might think, okay, well, black drawing, I guess that's nice, but I think they might not understand how powerful it is. What are the potential impacts or have been the impacts of medical professionals only learning what? Conditions look like on white people?
0: First of all, it's for misdiagnosis. All right. So there, there, there are a lot of cases where um, a, a doctor, because of um, uh, limited experience or because uh, he or she wasn't properly trained with diverse illustrations, while a medical school has misdiagnosed a patient because it's properly known that skin condition represents differently on skin colors, or right? the way different of, on glass skin. Is different from the way it present on a white screen. And, and, and I, I mean, it, it's also amazing to know that Black doctors do not have to diagnose the on Black patients. And that is so much of, a, of the gap there. Everything uh, 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 falls down on the foundation of representation. Okay. And also, Black patients have lost their confidence in walking up to a doctor because he or she would know that I am Black and doctor is white. He, might, he, he may. He or she may not give me the attention that, that he or she deserves. I mean that's that's I mean, that's because this representation has not been something has not been there from the inception. So and that has built an unconscious bias towards the black people. I mean, there's there's a lot of saying that black people are black pregnant women are strong enough that they don't really need any maternal care and all of that on all of those species. So it is one of the the, the detriments, or I would say. Of lack of representation. And and also what, what representation would also do in the health community is that it was spur interest for learning. Because as medical students would see themselves, more medical, they would say, Oh, I see myself. Because I I had a mother reaching out to me in the US, she said that uh she showed the drawings to her younger children, and the younger children said, Oh, I see myself more I'm not and I'm now study medicine. As, as amazing to hear as that. So it 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 has a way of of tuning our attention or tuning our interest in a particular direction. and I would also say that representation is, is it, because recently there's a lot of advocacy for inclusion for for diversity, but I would say that representation is the foundation because there would be no inclusion without representation. and um, and also to also add to say that um, that representation has a way of improving our health outcome because medical students are trained properly with uh, restrictions. They would have more experience to treat that patient and the healthcare outcome would also improve.
1: Oh, that's fantastic. And I even like that story from the mom. That's, that's really interesting. You are breeding a new generation of doctors. Do you have any myths and misconceptions that you think are worthy of being dispelled when it comes to the representation of darker skin tones in medicine or the way that these illnesses are treated?
0: I would say that I mean, personal biases towards that. For example, when this drawing went viral, some persons reached out to me and said that they were only for black drawings. That we're just okay with white illustrations. Advocating for for representation is not asking for for an overthrow, right? We're asking for equity. In as much as there are white drawings, right, they should be also juxtaposed with black drawings, because I mean, not just because we are black, right, but because it's going to improve health care outcome. That's the way out to improve healthy outcomes but generally i think um it all has a good outcome all how the positive characteristics get there are generally no negative um, perspective to it, i would say
1: that's fantastic thank you and as we start to wrap up are there any closing thoughts that you'd like to share
0: all right so i would say this everybody has a call on this everybody has a role to play in in speaking of because i had an interview some time ago and i was asked what's the role of a patient in or the role of a patient who has been diagnosed in creating more advocacy, I would say that the only way is to speak up. Because some patients have gone through a lot of um, incidents, but they never had opportunity to speak up, had a opportunity to share their story. And I say that the change begins when we begin to share our story, we need to speak up with our experiences. So this is more of a call to everybody that, as an artist, I'm using my artwork to, create, to, to advocate for this. Those who are singers, to use their voices, to learn their voices, to advocate for this. Those who are writers, to be the writer, to advocate for this. Everybody has a role to play in advocacy for diversity and inclusion. And um, because I said it a lot, this is no longer my project. It's a call to everybody. It's a call to other black illustrators who are also doing the same thing. Let's do more of this. It's a call to white illustrators. Let's do more of this because the change that we desire starts with us willing to do that change. And I believe that it's going to be a long-lasting change.
1: What types of drawings are you working on next in the pipeline? I'm working on
0: SQL uh, cell drawing. I know i have been really busy with a lot of work, and I haven't had that to do my personal drawings anymore. But but currently, that's what I'm working on personally, on SQL cell drawings. And, uh, and I have a message for it too. I have a story to tell about it. And, uh,
1: yeah, that's it. And how can people view your work, and how can they support your work if they would like to? contribute to what you're doing?
0: I'm actually reading my website right now. It's going to be ready very soon. And uh, To support my work, I would say that um, I'm working on an initiative Okay, that has to do with, more like a foundation, has to do with empowering young Africans like me to do the same thing I have done, to conquer the challenges I, I, I have, and uh, to find a reason to go into career like medical illustration. One of my goals also is to create, is, is that in the nearest future, that if we google a skin condition or we google any case, that the pop up should be black illustrators also and the way that can be done is to create a collection or to create an army of black illustrators people who are deliberate about drawing this every day and that has to do with empowering young Africans who are willing to do that and not just empowering them is to train them on how to do the illustrations and empower them with gadgets to do that and so that initiative is on, is on the pipeline we already started that we are already ready to do that so Website is will to website to that and make it open to for support because it's gonna be the, the big project that requires going to literally all the African countries to train young Africans and empower them. And um, it's scary. I would say it's scary. It's, it's big for me, but it can be done.
1: It sounds like an amazing goal, and that, yeah, it's it's scary, but it's exciting and. It sounds like you have a team, so I'm sure it's going to be achieved. Well, thank you so much for coming to the Good Health Cafe and sharing your story. I'm really honored to have had you as a guest. Thank you so much for having me. I hope you enjoyed that episode. It was so fascinating listening to Berry's story. He is yet another example of the importance of persistence and a demonstration of the power that people seeing themselves represented in media can have. It's important not just for you to envision the possibilities of where your life could go, but also in the field of health and healthcare, medical illustrations and being able to diagnose what illnesses look like on different skin tones can be the difference between life and death. Thank you again for listening. If you have not had a chance to subscribe to our mailing list, I highly encourage you to do so by clicking on the links in the show notes. We send out newsletters periodically simply to update people on what's going on in the cafe. And if, for instance, you are interested in joining the lounge, being on the mailing list will let you know when we launch. As usual, if you're enjoying the Good Health Cafe, please share these episodes with a friend. Until next time, see you in the cafe later. Bye.